What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, mindset strategist and coach, and I love sharing nuggets of wisdom about the stories that we tell each other, but more importantly, the stories we tell ourselves. And you can join me and my special guests as we share our personal stories of strength and triumph every week here on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. You can listen online on your mobile device, in your car, or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio. And you can tune in every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. to get real stories and real tips on how to turn your story and your life around and evolve with us as we unite humankind with universal love. And thank you, everybody, for joining us again this week. I'm super excited to introduce you to Arena. Hello. She's waiting in the wings. And um, it's going to be a great show. You know, we love talking about all things story. We always talk about stories. And my book is called Tell a New Story, right? So we love to dig in and find out what people's stories are because everybody that's been in this world for any period of time has great stories to share. And when we share our deepest stories, you know, the ones that we thought we would never be able to tell people about, they actually end up being the very thing that turn our life around, right? Our comeback story, our turnaround story. And so I'm going to introduce, I'm going to introduce Irina because she's got such an interesting bio. It's really cool. So um, listen to her background. So Irina Mihaila, she's a former nuclear engineering manager, okay, turned executive coach. She helps CEOs elevate their purpose, peace, and overall profit so they can keep growing their companies while maintaining their well-being. I just love that. Um, She is also the author of Entrepreneur Enlightenment, a guide to establish your purpose-driven business, teaching how to combine practical business strategies with spirituality and love and create a thriving business. Um, And the interesting thing that's not on here that I just wanted to mention is that Irina and I went to the same coaching institute, which is so cool. It's so interesting, right, Irina? We found that out in our last chat. Robin's Madonna's, yes. Yes, Robin Madonna's training. Um, So not everybody has that uh, training. It's very, very specific. And I absolutely loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. Of course, I love Tony Robbins. Um, And um, it, it, Chloe Madonna's too, who's like the mother of family therapy was in there. I just felt so honored to be part of that group. Same here. I felt a huge shift in my life and in my awareness and where we come from and where we're going to. Right? Yeah, it was so in-depth. I I love that. I could go back and do it all again because you can just, you learn so much every time you revisit all that stuff. Um, So it's really, really powerful. So welcome to the show, Irene. It's so nice. We also have a commonality because we're in the same mastermind group, which is amazing uh, with a bunch of really high-powered 
people, entrepreneurs like us, right? <laughs> so today we're going to talk, well, we're going to talk about a lot of different things, but um, I love the story that you shared about, you know, you've got all these incredible titles and all these amazing things that you did and you were at the top of your game. You had accomplished so much. You were like the best in class of what you did. And then you decided to leave your career. That must have been really hard. Yes, that's a, quite a story because indeed I was, um, I started as a junior engineering, engineering, nuclear engineering, and that was helpful because I started from the ground up. So it helped my career. So then I, almost every two years I had a promotion. So I went up the ranks and I managed big projects and like nuclear reactors being put in, in online. And it was a very, it was a very fulfilling career for me until the point where I discovered that I shouldn't have been an engineer because I love people, not drawings <laughs> and numbers. So I went into the leadership and in the leadership, I had to do my technical role, but I had to do the career development. And that was really, really what I loved. Mm. And it, it is unlikely in, in an engineering company, it was a huge company that people put so much effort into developing the career path, but that was my passion, mm -hmm. but it was only 25% of what I was supposed to do in my, my job. So I thought like, what if I can do this 100% of the time? But it was not my mental self that that made that shift i happened to be at i can do it conference with louise hay if you if you know the yes. the the group and i was a volunteer and they assigned me to a room to one of the speakers and i didn't know the speaker she was doing past life regressions i've never heard of past life regression at that time this was 2010 and I didn't even want to be there because I loved another author. So I kind of wished I was with this author that I loved. But, you know, I had to be there and I didn't want to participate, but her voice drew me in and it put me into a past life. I don't know, you believe, you don't believe, it's not even important who believes what, but I, in that meditation, I was a different person. Like even my face, I felt changed. I was a man, a warrior on a horse, and I was fighting in a battle, and I was so good at what I was doing. But then when I looked around, everybody was dead, including the people I loved. Whoa. So as we progressed through the meditation, the message that I received was, if I keep fighting, everybody is not serving anyone and I will die alone because that's what happened in that life. And the meditation continued and I heard that my name Irina means peace in Greek. And I, I researched it, it's indeed, it comes from the Greek goddess of peace. So in my corporate career, because I had that fight, fight to survive, upbringing, mm -hmm. I was fighting for everything, fighting for projects, fighting for budgets, fighting for people, fighting, fighting, fighting. That was like, and the nature of the industry, like the nature, I was not the only one, that was the nature of it. Mm -hmm. So then 
I came to the awareness that if I continue that, I'm going to crash and burn. Mm-hmm. In 2010, not knowing what's happening, I started the training with Tony Robbins. Wow. Without knowing that I would change careers. I was a manager, you know, uh, and to the director level, and I loved people and I loved that. So I registered for, for coach training without knowing that I will actually do that for a living. <laughs> That's so cool. So when that awareness came to me that I'm doing my life wrong with the fight to survive and then combined with my passion for career development and also the brink of a burnout, I decided, and also something happened in the company sold, so something kind of came, everything kind of came to that conclusion that it's time for me to move on. Mm -hmm. And I did. I I remember I went to the interview to apply back for my job because as the company sold, you had to apply back for the job. And I went without the resume and they said, we haven't received your resume. And I said, because I'm not applying for the job. And there was an older gentleman that was counseling me like, are you sure? Like, you know what you're doing? And I said, yes, yes. Although I was trembling at the door, I didn't really know what I was doing. Of course. <laughs> it takes that kind of courage, right? To step out and do that. Yeah. Or craziness. <laughs> I think it's a combination of both, actually. <laughs> and yeah. belief, right? You had to believe deep down in your core, right? And you felt like, it seems like you felt like the universe was talking to you because a lot of times it will talk to us symbolically like it did to you, um, showing you the warrior and all that, right? so symbolic of where your life was leading and then you find out your name means peace like but yet you're fighting fighting that is you gave me chills when you said that (laughs) that's really powerful yes because the idea with the i always believed in purpose like even before you know like nowadays there is a lot of spirituality around and people talk about purpose but i believed in destiny maybe i didn't call it purpose even from my teenage years that's why i came to canada because i emigrated to canada in my late 20s by myself Mm -hmm. with two thousand dollars in my pocket and no friends or family here so wow this is has been my life pattern where I believe in the calling and it pulls me. And sometimes even when I'm into it or after I jump, I go, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do? <laughs> and, and then I have to breathe through it and believe that it is my destiny and everything is going to work out. And so far, so good. Everything worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You do. You have deep courage. Just from what you just told me, you have a lot of courage in there. And that's what it takes, right? To do that leap. But I, I feel like a lot of times, you know, that saying you're stronger than you think you are is so true because we don't realize we've got that. And sometimes we do just leap because if we overthink stuff, we don't do it. And I did the same thing when I left my corporate job. I literally leapt off the ladder. Um, and I wrote a whole little story about it. Um, you know, and I say that I landed softly on my piano bench, you know, cause I wanted to go back to what I did as a kid, which was to do music. And I went from corporate America too. And people thought I was crazy. What, why are you Carrie's leaving a corporate job? Why is she doing that? But, you know, I used to get up and wear a suit every day in the office and, you know, got all the way to the top and looked around and I was like, oh, 
this isn't really what I thought it was, <laughs> right? Like I, you have that longing inside you, like you did for something more. You knew that there was something more that your life you were destined to be. And I loved my corporate job and I've learned a lot of what I actually now help clients with. So I feel that it was meant to be part of my journey because it was also the career that allowed me to emigrate because yes. it was like an important career and there was a demand here. So I had like a job very soon after I came and there are mm. a lot of people who come and they have to go to washing dishes, but I didn't because I had a specialty that was so in demand. So I feel like my corporate career and that path was part of my life to to launch me into where I was supposed to be. Like, I really believe I'm supposed to be. I'm in Canada. I really believe I'm supposed to be here and I'm not, wouldn't be supposed to be back in Europe mm -hmm. and because of what's coming into my life. Like what's what I'm still to do because I still feel like I'm just scratched the surface. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. And you, you know, it's like each step along the way, I feel the same way. Like I needed all that time. I needed to get right out of college and go there. I didn't know what I was going to do. And so, you know, I got, I got really good at something, right? We learned about business. There's so many subtle things that you learn in that corporate environment. Like there's nothing else. I had some of the top of the line sales training and marketing, and I just could go talk to anybody in any level in the company, the janitor to the CEO and talk to him about my product. Cause I really did love the product that I sold. And I think that's really important that you can learn how to love or, you know, and, and you can learn how to sell what it is that you love. It's not even really, I, I use the word sell because that, and, and people have, it has a negative connotation, but it really just means getting excited because I really did. I knew that I could help companies. And I think you take that same methodology and now as an entrepreneur, we've just changed products. We're still really kind of doing a lot of the same things. We've just changed what we're promoting and that's ourselves. And, um, you know, it's easy to get excited about what we do on a global level because we know that we're servicing people, we're helping people. Um, and that's why you do it, right? Yeah. I love that. I think that's really, that's such a beautiful story. I love that. You've got to write a short story about that because it really is powerful, especially about your whole, you know, meditation and the dream and the vision that came to you. I think that would be a great short story. Yeah. I think I uh, wrote something. It's on a website. And also I wrote a little bit in, in my first book, but not like a like a memoir that's uh, I, I wrote a memoir about my childhood it's not published but I I keep it and I share it with my clients with my private clients but that story is indeed because a lot of people say like you're a business consultant and a healer and it's hard to explain how you go from being an engineer mind to believe it in, in past life, for example, from this story. Mm -hmm. But I didn't believe until I experienced. So then you experience your experience and then, then it becomes part of who you are. And that's part of who I am. I follow signs. I follow guidance. I go with the intuition. I make decisions based on both logic and intuition. And uh, I really believe this is like the next frontier of, you know, you have, IQ, EQ, emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. and I feel spiritual intelligence is where, where we're going. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. And a lot of it is based on laws, right? The laws of the universe, right? The, you know, they're, they're ancient laws that have people have followed for many, many years. Um, and so I love, because I very much so combine the same things in my business, right? I very much believe in, in the universe and the laws of the universe. And also, you know, logical thing. It's just a mix between the two, but I'm a very creative right brain person too. And I think it's like you're saying, it's like the next level of intelligence, right? It's like being able to combine both sides of our brains and understand that creativity is part of intelligence. Um, you know, there's a lot of different pieces to it and also spirituality. And I love that. So tell me how, you know, I, I just love where you're headed with this. And we just have a couple minutes before we're going to break, but just start to tell me a little bit about how is that for, for a business person? Like if you're, you're talking to business people who are so much more left-brained, you know, here's what we got to do. Here's our goals. Here's when we need to accomplish it. Here's our timeline. It's a very linear process. How do you get them to step more into the creative side of things? Well, it's like, so sometimes, you know, you said you, you were in the, in sales. So like we, I enter through the business door. So we need to make the business profitable or we need the, usually the, I work with the owners so sometimes they are burned out because they hire people. So that's where my corporate career comes very in hand because all of that, how to structure your team according to your personality. So uh, I usually enter with that, but I work with people who are open-minded because I always display, I don't have in my background here, but I always display angels. So I'm, I'm very upfront about what I believe. And then uh, let's say when we have to make a decision and I work with kind, loving people. So for example, one client had someone like a very high up in their company I think he was the CFO or someone like really uh, the top line. And for three years, it was a struggle. Like they didn't gel. So this person, my client felt like she pays this person for nothing for three years. And, you know, it was in a firm. It's a lot of money in a sense. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a, it's an investment. And she was so kind and loving. And what I explained to her, and this is one of the laws of the universe, is that if a relationship doesn't work, it's not good for either person. So if she let that person go, it was not that she would damage their life. Because when we work in synergy, when we are meant to be together, it's a win-win. It, it cannot be any other way. And when we start to struggle, the struggle is in both ends. Mm -hmm. And when she says she, she's so kind and loving and doesn't want, I don't know, maybe they have children or you know how people are thinking mm -hmm. about that. It's because I said, you are not, you don't know his destiny. Maybe he will be mm -hmm. way better off in his next career. So I reframe that being loving doesn't mean staying in a relationship that doesn't work. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. I love that. The reframe, the coach's Which is favorite. universal. Like when we understand energy and I'm, you know, engineer physics, right? When we understand <laughs> that in a relationship, there is a balance of energy, right? So mm -hmm. if I have uh, energy towards someone, even if I smile nicely, that uh, energy is felt. 
So I'm not making a person a favor by smiling nice and keeping them on my team, mm. but having that inner struggle. Uh, it's not happening. It's not producing what I feel I want. So that's a very good law of the universe to be aware of. I've never, I try to never be resentful to like, if, if something gets me, uh, then I have to resolve it because I don't want to put negative energy towards the other person because we each do the best we can. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's really powerful. And we're going to break real quick for a second, everybody. Um, so don't go anywhere. I know you're hanging on arenas, every word, hold tight. Workers Credit Union empowers members to achieve their dreams at any stage of life. With tailored products and services designed to enrich your financial wellness, Workers Credit Union gives you the tools to succeed, like high-interest checking, savings, and CD accounts. Free online and mobile banking help you budget and pay bills on the go. Financial coaching provides guidance when you need it. We encourage you to look for the good, the workers' way. Visit us online at wcu.com or walk into your local branch. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Irina. This is such a great conversation. And she was just explaining, you know, how do you kind of bring someone into a little bit of enlightenment 
in a corporate environment. And I love that you were talking about the energy between two people. And, you know, sometimes it's better, like you were saying, to let them go and let them find whatever their destiny is. And then somebody new can come in that there's a better synergy with. Um, and I love that it just makes me think about alignment, right? Like if somebody's not in alignment with maybe the company values or the CEO's values, um, then it's not ever going to jive because you're either in alignment or you're not, right? Let's talk a little bit about that. Yes, I want to say something because when, so when they join forces, generally they are in alignment. Mm-hmm. But let's say the CEO, like the person I usually work with, the CEO, the business owner, Mm -hmm. they invest in themselves, like they go to those masterminds that we go or they invest in when they work with me and they elevate their level of consciousness and they align their business with maybe new values or refined values. Mm -hmm. So then when we grow and we shift our energy, it is normal that there are certain people in our environment that if they didn't grow with us or if their values or or their life path is different, it is meant to be a dissonance. Mm-hmm. And then we have to recognize that dissonance early on and part way in, in, in happy terms. It's like we can look at each other and say, this doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. And you say, yeah, kind of doesn't. Okay, let's find another way. So this is the world I want us to go towards where we can be honest with each other instead of holding resentments inside. We, we kind of can look at and say like, it's nobody's fault. This doesn't kind of work. And we both agree. And then we say, okay, let's find a solution. I love that. Wouldn't the world be a better place with that, especially what's going on right now in the world, right? Yeah. I love that. And it's the in it's in the holding the emotions in, right? It's in the harboring of the emotions, the holding. That stuff stays in our cellular tissue if we don't have a way to get it out. You know, and I mean, I'm a big believer in meditation. I have five meditations in my book for each one of my steps, and I know you do too. Um, and so it's really important to be in alignment with yourself because when you're in alignment with yourself in the universe, right? And you're just letting that, it makes me think about creativity as an artist, right? If I'm writing a song, I can't be any more aligned. I am. I have just like this beam of light. If you were to see, have one of those photon cameras on me coming through the top of my head, I am so aligned with the universe. I am just receiving, receiving, receiving. And I find it interesting because I don't, I'm not sure everybody actually does that deliberately, right? It's deliberately, intentionally aligning with the universe or whatever you believe yourself, if you want to talk more about that, you know, um, and doing that deliberately through meditation or mindfulness or whatever it does for you. Sometimes people, it's exercise. Give us some of your thoughts on that. So I want to say this. Most time we're not honest with ourselves or like I say, we, unless you do the work, but the, one of the paths to enlightenment is to be honest with yourself. So there is no such a thing as negative emotions. So I get angry. But how long I stay angry, that's the key. Mm -hmm. I get angry, so I have to say to myself, oh, I'm angry or pissed or frustrated or Mm -hmm. whatever the emotion is. But we, like let's say me in the past or people, don't like to admit those. So you don't tell the truth to yourself. Like you don't even tell the truth that I don't like what this person is doing. You're just 
kind of put it down. It's not such a big deal and you go through life and you go through your day. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is to be true to ourselves and to say, I am sad, I am angry, I am whatever, whatever the emotion is. I journal a lot. I don't know if you, I recommend to everyone to journal. So I journal and I say like, today, like I was angry. And then I go like, what, what triggered me? What happened? Mm -hmm. and then you work with it. And that's how you elevate. That's how you progress. But when we go through life, and I did that in my corporate career, and put everything, stuff it inside, and you say, but you can see that your voice is like, that almost like somebody is squeezing you. That then that's what leads to burnout. Mm. So the first and foremost, we have to come home to ourselves and to allow, give ourselves permission to feel or be cranky or whatever we are. And then from that space to inquire, like what, what is it that it upset me? What, what can I do? What, what happened? How can I solve the problem? And this is another place where people block because they think they can't solve the problem. Oh, it's just my mom or it's just like mm. my boss or it's mm -hmm. just uh, uh, the politics or the economy. And, and people think that they are powerless. But I feel that in our little world, like in our space, in our energy field, we are powerful. Yes, there is the environment, but if we can create a powerful bubble around us where we feel we know who we are and we know what we feel and, and we know we can make decisions that expands our energy field and that makes mm -hmm. us more powerful. Absolutely. I love that. And when we know we have that choice, right? We have that choice. Do I want to believe the storyline, you know, believe myself, oh, talk myself out of my feelings. Oh, I'll just watch some Netflix and stuff it down. Whatever you do, whatever your or flavor of popcorn. So yeah, what? right. Whatever your flavor of numbing is. Um, and then when we get, I love that when we can really bring it inside, because if you think about it, it's such an externally faced world. We are being pulled. Our attention is being pulled more than ever with social media, phone, you know, everything. We've got a computer basically at our hip all day long. So it's more important than ever. And especially for this younger generation, I feel like I'm tr I'm constantly trying to teach this to my kids still, even though they're in their 20s. You've got to take that time. you got to just say, hold it. I, I'm on overwhelm here. I need to spend some time inside, you know, and, and take a look at that. What is it that I'm feeling? Oh, it's anger. It's this. It's resentment. I'm pissed off. I don't like my job, whatever it is. And that's okay. We don't have to, you know, make it okay. It's okay to just say that I feel that way. And emotions are meant to pass through us. We're not meant to hold on to them. Just like animals in the wild, like you said. It's okay to be scared and run away because the gazelle is being chased by a lion. But the gazelle, 10 minutes later, can be back in the grass grazing like nothing ever happened. That's where people bump into trouble. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, I agree. And that's why meditation and coming back. And it doesn't have to be, I know some people that don't used to meditate, they go like, oh, I can't meditate. But the the idea is, to sit with yourself, not to do something, just to sit with yourself, even if you have the thoughts, mm -hmm. but to, to observe the thoughts. So it's not like you have to be a monk and like <laughs> mudras and mantras <laughs> and all that, like just being with yourself and asking yourself, how do you feel? Yeah. What's really going on? Am I really okay? You know, all those little 
Well, thanks. And I love what you just said, because I can't even tell you how many clients say, oh, well, I can't meditate. I'm just, I'm no good at it. Nobody's really good at it. It's just, you just do it. You just do it. And each time you do it, you find something else out about yourself and you go deeper. And, you know, studies show science. I love Dr. Joe's work too, how they, they're constantly tracking everybody mm-hmm. and they're putting electrodes on people's brains and they're watching what happens when they meditate. And a lot of times when the people come out of that meditation, they'll say, oh gosh, I didn't really get that deep. I had all these thoughts that were bothering me. And, oh, I'm sorry, because we're looking here <laughs> at your EEG and it's showing us something completely different. It's showing us that your brain was actually deeper than ever. So it, you're really getting more out of it than you think you are. It's just the practice of doing it. It's a practice like anything else, like yoga or journaling. I love journaling. And I think that's a really great practice to have because it's meditative in and of itself. Yes. Yeah. And to give yourself that grace, like that space, that to give yourself that kindness to be with yourself, like I, I think it's just absolutely a must like that to give yourself that space. It is. And I love what you said when you don't, that's what leads to burnout. You know, it's not having that time. It's not carving it out. Like, you know, putting it in your schedule. Here's when I'm going to meditate and it's non-negotiable, right? It's like, I tell people to set up a non-negotiable morning routine. It's non-negotiable, meaning non-negotiable even to yourself. So you can't get out of it. You just have it on the schedule. You just do it. It's part of your practice. I do it in the morning and if I have an early start, I usually don't, I keep my day, but there are days when I have an early start, I do it shorter. Like I still do everything in my morning routine, but like Mm -hmm. in shorter amounts. I like it. Yeah. You just shorten it up. Absolutely. But it makes a difference. It gives you that, that wave of calm that you can call on. You know, it's like, it's like taking yoga off the mat, as they say. Same thing with meditation. You have this wave of calm that now lives inside of you and you can access it. And things that used to bother you don't really bother you as much. Things that would trigger you, right? Your knee-jerk reaction. You have that split second between that subconscious that wants to react, which is a half a second faster than the conscious mind, to be like, oh, wait a second. That's not the choice I want to make. I'd like to respond this way. Yeah. And that's how you change the story. That's the the theme of the podcast. That's how you are able to change the story because I love the Socrates. I think he said an unexamined life is not worth living. And, And when we sit down with ourselves and examine what happens, then we can choose the story we tell. Oh, now you're talking my language. <laughs> I love that. It's so true. And without that second to decide, do I really want to tell that old disempowering story to myself or somebody else? Or do I want to create something new? Do I? Hey, maybe that can be a possibility. Maybe I don't have to believe all the stuff out there and I can formulate my own new beliefs about myself and what's possible and what I'm capable and all those really cool things. It's in, it's in that split moment, in that split second. I totally agree. This has been amazing. Um, so tell us, so you love meditation. Is there any particular kind of meditation? It sounds like you're just sort of sitting down with yourself or maybe your writing is your meditation. Is there something you could recommend to the listeners? So everybody's different. I meditate by tuning into myself and I actually taught this in a wor- in a workshop or something I've done recently. It's like, mindfulness is a form of meditation like i'm talking you know you have listener probably they are a different level of being ready to meditate but when you think about mindfulness like if 
you take a moment right now to listen to the sounds in your room. You will hear different sounds than when we were talking. You will hear maybe the computer buzzing a bit, the, the air conditioner, something like that. The same is with meditation. The moment you quiet with the intention to listen, then you will start to hear. Maybe you will feel a muscle is tense. Maybe you will feel uh, you will feel like a thought that is prominent that a person comes to mind. So my like I'm because I'm very practical coming from engineering. I say like I I don't have like fast. I don't go three times around the table or anything like that. I just sit with myself. So I even tell people when they have busy lives. Go to washroom and just like put your hands on your heart <sighs> and do that. Mm, I love that. Two minutes. Mm -hmm. Two minutes is even 20 seconds, just a breath and a that's also a form of meditation, like listening inside, seeing that maybe the shoe is too tight. Like anything that you can observe that is a discomfort to you because meditation is we are we become like we want to not be constrained in our body we become somewhere in the energy field so before we can be with the, all that is with the with the field of consciousness if our body is tight or something is bothering us we won't be able to ascend if you may or to tune in to the higher frequency so we first tune into our body and say is there any like scan the body is that ah, anything that's bothering me and then if you sense it ask it what do you want to tell me hmm. and then whatever some people hear some people see some people sense some people think Whatever comes to you, there's nothing right or wrong. Like people freeze sometimes when I ask, what do you feel like? Um, <laughs> you know, they freeze because they think there is a test. Like yes. there is somebody knows the right answer. But in meditation, nobody knows the right answer. When it's you with you, it's just you with you. There is no teacher to tell you you got answer wrong. There yes. is nobody that is more expert in the meditation than another, even Deepak Chopra or the monks. They just do it and they do it repeatedly until it becomes something very easy to them. Mm -hmm. But they started without no, knowing how to meditate. Absolutely. And I love what you just said. I always say that to people, oh, I can't do it right. Well, there is no right or wrong. So, hey, you can't get it wrong. You just got to do it. You just try it. I love that. And you said you recorded meditation. Sometimes also for beginners, it's good to listen to a guided meditation to a voice that soothes them. And I saw your voice is so soothing. To someone yeah. that they feel the voice is soothing and they, they put them into a meditative state. Exactly. I love that. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We're going to be right back in a couple minutes with Irina. 
Workers Credit Union empowers members to achieve their dreams at any stage of life. With tailored products and services designed to enrich your financial wellness, Workers Credit Union gives you the tools to succeed, like high-interest checking, savings, and CD accounts. Free online and mobile banking help you budget and pay bills on the go. Financial coaching provides guidance when you need it. We encourage you to look for the good, the worker's way. Visit us online at wcu.com or walk into your local branch. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to CarrieRowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Irina, and she is going to share this really cool story. I mean, we're having such a great conversation. I knew you guys are getting a lot out of this. Tell us the story about when you wrote your first first book. I always love the stories behind the book. So tell us what happened when you were writing that book. How did you decide to write it? How did it come about? 
Yeah, so I didn't decide to write it. The angels made me write it. So I wrote my memoir, but that's a book I'm not publishing yet because I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. But I I kept, like I teach entrepreneurial alignment and I kept teaching about purpose-driven. And something dramatic happened in our personal life uh, that I won't go into that story, but Mm -hmm. quite dramatic and I was quite shaken. And Mm -hmm. I had a session with my intuitive healer and he said, go deeper into spirituality. And I Mm -hmm. said, like, I meditate, I journal, I do my healing, how much deeper to go? Like, I just couldn't see. Mm -hmm. And I was a bit pissed because, you know, it's part of my (laughs) nature because I'm a type A personality, you know? (laughs) So I went, okay. I said, God, universe, you want me to go deeper, you have to show me something that I know with you that is going to knock my socks off kind of thing. I love it. (laughs) So not very, maybe a week or two passed, and I had the feeling to do a Facebook Live. This was many years ago when Facebook Live was a thing. Mm -hmm. Every day. And I was thinking like, okay, I do it every day. And I pulled the card, an angel card. So I did that for about two weeks. And then at at the end of those two weeks, I get a phone call. And I get a a radio producer and said, we selected you to do this uh, radio show. And we believe that you have it and and stuff like that. Mm. So... When we signed the deal was 11-11. Wow. And they needed eight weeks to produce the materials. So when we counted, the radio show will start on first January 11 at 11 (laughs) a.m. That's cool. And it was something on a full moon or something. So I knew that that was sent to me. Now... I had to overcome myself because I speak with an accent. Now I'm comfortable. But this was like many years ago when I was thinking, because, you know, on a camera, I smile nicely and I think I can get away. But on the radio, it's just the accent. (laughs) So I did the the show for a while. And then I couldn't do it anymore because it was just very tiring on top of my business, on top of that. So I thought, like, why did I need a show? Because I needed to write a book. So basically I took, because I'm a teacher, so I took all the, all the segments, all the radio show, I transcribed them and that's how the book came. Because I'm a talker, mm-hmm. I'm not like a stay at the keyboard and mm-hmm. type. So the universe totally tricked me into writing this book <laughs> through the radio show because I would have never, ever considered writing it. Really? I love that. I think you're giving a lot of people who have had this book idea in their head a lot of really cool ideas right now. That is an idea that was way before its time. Yes. And I, because I'm a teacher, every episode I taught and I would take Q&As and even Q&As are some questions from the audience are in the book, which is really cool because it's like a real life example. And they were not planted. They were like real Q and A's. So then whatever, how many chapters, I think there are 11. And then I, I read that it's a good book has 11 chapters or something like that, but <laughs> it's totally happened 
for me, like it totally pushed me into that. And it was orchestrated by something that I couldn't foresee myself. And this is this, and that's why I believe in purpose, because it's about purpose driven. And mm-hmm. this is how I live my life. I was always kind of pulled into my next by the universe, angels, guides, whatever you want to call them. And I follow that lead and and it ends up good. I love that. I love that. And you really, because you you took the time to tap in. So what would you say to somebody who's like, you know, I don't really know what my purpose is. Maybe the kids are grown up and they're not really you have that role anymore and they they're in a job that maybe is sort of sucking the life out of them and they just are not sure they're they're at this place in life you know and they're not sure what their purpose is anymore what do you think is an what do you think is an important next step for them so (laughs) you didn't know but i have a a free download for the book and there is like the seven questions about purpose i love it there are seven questions that i ask because the purpose changes as our life changes. So one of the questions is about what is your life about right now? Mm-hmm. Because I believe like someone who is young children, their purpose can be something that they can be around their children. Someone who's going into empty nesting, their purpose can change because the universe it always allows us to be a full expression of ourselves and it this is a very important aspect that I teach about purpose. The purpose doesn't ask us to sacrifice. Mm, that's interesting. We fulfill our purpose, by, and the purpose also fulfills us. And that's why it depends on your life stage, your purpose mm. may shift. So there are seven questions there in the book, but they are also in the free download on my website. Okay, tell us where to go to your website. So it's entrepreneurenlightenment.com. You have to check the spelling because it's a funny spelling, but it's two English words. And then under the media page, there is the is the book and underneath says get the free resource. Okay, and so they can get that free. Yep, they can get that right on entrepreneurialenlightenment.com because it's radio. I'm going to spell it for you. It's the word. It's, yeah, it's the word entrepreneurial. Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Right, just like a regular entrepreneur, E N T R E P R E N E U R E N, like the word enlightenment. So entrepreneur enlightenment. She's showing it to you. If you're on video, you can listen to this on video. And for my radio listeners, I just spell it the word entrepreneur and enlightenment.com. Get that list. If you are one of those people that I described, which is a lot of women that I know, get that list and find out what are those eight questions that Irene is going to help you with. And the thing I love that you just said that really struck me that I've never really heard said quite like that was that your purpose does not ask you to sacrifice and you're not just looking to fulfill your purpose. Your purpose fulfills you. Oh, that was the biggest gem for me right there. I got a shiver when you said that because that is so true and so powerful. That's got to be like your tagline. Yes. <laughs> that's really good. Because it fulfills you. And that's how I feel about this podcast, right? Like it's it's something that I do. It's a piece of my business, but it's so fulfilling to me because I'm sharing and I'm being of service and I get to meet the most incredible women like you who come on the show and share these stories because we can all learn from each other's stories, right? And our, everybody's story is just a reflection of our own stories and what's going on in our own lives. 
Yes, yeah. So that's uh, because that's where the self-love comes in, because that we're not supposed to sacrifice ourselves for a job or for a business. We're supposed to be fulfilled. So whenever you feel burnt out, sacrificed, then you tune into yourself now to kind of come back to what we talked before. Tune into yourself, see mm-hmm. what you feel, and ask yourself, how can I feel better? How can I feel happy? What would fulfill me at this stage of my life? Yeah, because it changes, right? As each change, like you said, as each stage in our life. And that's why, you know, I remember back to our coach training, they talked a lot about the stages that that couples and people are in and how they change over time. And and we do, it's a, it's a totally different place even than it was in my life five years ago, you know? So um, it, it's staying in tune with yourself enough. And that's why when you back up and just put it in your schedule to give yourself that time, you can be more aware of what's happening with yourself as you go through it. And as your needs change, you can start to fulfill those needs with other things. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That is so powerful. I just love this conversation. I think everybody's going to get a real lot out of it. Um, And if there was one thing that you wanted to share with people about something else, you know, I I just love that purpose is your thing. You gave us some incredible gems um, and you're going to ask for what the, the audience needs to hear now. What do, what do you think? Yeah, so I wanted to continue about the purpose because mm-hmm. also the purpose grows us. So as we, I feel like the purpose is like the horizon. As we go towards it, it moves. And when we have this courage that you mentioned at the beginning to take the leap, to go to the next level, to go to the next calling of our purpose, we also have to grow ourselves. Uh, like something that fulfills me now is to create a space with horses for youth. Mm. But I've never had horses and I was afraid of horses. So I feel and I see this vision with a purpose. And then I have to grow into that person who can fulfill the purpose. So that's what is a that's what it's always win-win. Like the universe wins through us because we are offering ourselves our unique selves to the world in service of the world but we also benefit by growing to the next version of ourselves Mm. and whenever i was to make a choice that needed courage i always thought about was the opposite like i've never want to regret not having had done what i feel i was called to do so the alternative for me of not becoming the person I meant to be is kind of more daunting than than jumping and learning how to fly on the way down and hope (laughs) I'm not crashing. So that's that's the message I want to say. If you keep growing, you're okay. Mm -hmm. As Gerte said, he who does not move forward goes backwards, right? And it's all about growing. That's what we're here to do. I love that, Irina. That is really beautiful. And I'm right there with you. The thought of not doing something, you know, when they say when people get to the end of their lives, they're not on their deathbed talking about what they did. They talk about what they didn't do. And that's what studies reveal, right? And having regret, you know, as Tony says, regret weighs a ton. Mm -hmm. Discipline weighs ounces. You know, so it's finding that time for yourself every day to really tune in and ask yourself what it is that you want next out of your life. I think that's beautiful. 
It's been so amazing having you on today. I don't want it to end. <laughs> yes, it feels like we can talk forever because we have the same values and the same principles and awareness. And yeah, and I yes. hope your listeners too. Absolutely. They absolutely do. And they're, I know they're hanging on your every word. This has been amazing. And so they can find out more about you at your website. I already told you guys before, it's entrepreneurenlightenment.com. And you'll find all this in the show notes as well. I'll have it on there and where you can find her on Instagram as well. If you want to follow her and her incredible words of wisdom, thank you so much for coming on today and gracing the airways with your incredible insights. Oh, my pleasure. <laughs> right back at you. And thank you, everybody, for listening today on Look for the Good. And remember, it is never too late to live your best story. Be well, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on Demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.